Thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 show. New time, same day. You should be on four to six, and now I'm on noon to two. So instead of me being drive time on Sundays from four to six, coming home from the cabin, I am now your nooner on Sundays. So tune me in, spread the word. Greatly appreciate it. Remember, all the shows here on My Talk, you can go to our show page at mytalk1071.com and hit, catch a podcast, you know, of the past shows. So anything that you hear on my shows and you're either driving and you couldn't write it down, just go to my show page at mytalk1071.com and then click on what day, what time, and then they put little snippets there of what kind of the show was about. So anyway, okay, what has four wheels and flies? Not flies like... It flies through the air, but flies as in those pesky little, give me the fly swatter. Four wheels and flies. That's a tough one. It's a garbage truck. <laughs> yeah. That, you're garbage not, truck. You're not wrong there. There you go. All right. Okay. Who's, let's go to the phone line. All right. So we have, real quick, we have uh, Megan with uh, end of life options for her pets. Aw. Hey, Megan. How you doing? Katie? Yes. Hi there. Okay, sorry. I couldn't I couldn't hear you for just a second. Oh, there but, you go. Yep. Uh, first time, long time. Thank you, and I'm glad you're at noon. Yay! Thank you. Um, I'm getting used I to have, it. <laughs> you have I what? I have a 16-year-old um, kitty named okay. Frenchie. Okay. Uh, who I am in fear of might be on kind of the uh, end of his life type of situation. And why do you think that? Uh, well, in March, uh, we took him in because he was kind of losing some weight. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some blood work, and he they put him on this Royal K9 uh, renal support yeah. uh, food. Mm-hmm. Well, my cat is stubborn mm-hmm. and didn't want anything to do with it and Good lost cat. even more weight. Okay. So then I took him in on Thursday mm-hmm. because now he has a left hind, a left rear leg that is a little swollen that he's limping on and he's lost two pounds since March. Oh my. And he isn't uh, talking as much as he used to talk. Okay. And he's not really, I mean, he's jumping up, he's moving around, he's going outside like on the deck like he likes to. He's doing the things he enjoys. He uses the litter box. Okay. So the vet said, we're at the point where just feed him whatever you want to feed him. Get him some, get him some food in, in him, whatever he'll eat. Mm-hmm. She sent me home to give him the IV bag of fluids mm-hmm. once a week. Okay. And gave him a vitamin B shot. Okay. And I just, I'm at the point where I don't want him to be suffering right. and he's suffering. But you, I, okay, now you're, um, you said his demeanor, he's, he's pretty good, right? So he... He sleeps more than he did, but he's still just his old self. Yeah, okay. he'll go. He he waits for me to go out on the deck in the mornings when okay. I wake up, and he does. He's no, he's still going using the restroom. Yes. Okay. Now, did they do blood work on him? Uh, this last time they did not. Okay. The, the time, but when was the last time he had blood work? In March. Okay. And, what and did they, they said that he was in kidney failure. Uh, in kidney failure. Okay. Interesting. And then this time they said that he had a heart murmur. Okay. Okay. Okay, so now I'm not a vet. Okay, I but know you Lord are. Lord knows that I've had enough problems with the things that I've had. At one time, don't hold on to your wigs and keys. I probably have shared them as new listeners. At one time, I had 32 cats. Okay, because I, I live that. on a farm, and people would drop off pregnant females, 
And all of a sudden, two weeks later, I have a litter of kittens. <laughs> and then I had a young daughter that says, oh, but this one is so nice, and we don't have one this color. And before you know it, we had an eight, eight of them were into outdoor from the house. But anyway, long story short. So if this was my cat, I'm just going to feed you. You have to make your own decisions what you're comfortable with. Correct. But if this was my cat, this is what I would do. And I've had a couple cats in renal failure and have kept them going for another three, four years. Okay. Wow. So first of they all. They told me weeks. Okay, yeah. Now, first of all, what I would do, don't give them any dry cat food whatsoever. Okay. You're going to go and get grain-free canned foods, the pate. Pate. Yes. Okay. Okay. And Nutrisource yep. have got uh, one that is like um, a turkey liver one, and okay. they have a country cat. Uh, also, too, in Tiki Cat, Tiki, T-I-K-I. They have, we have that, yep. Okay, they have cutlets, sardine okay. cutlets. I would try that. All right. Then I would go, what area do you live in? Uh, we live in Egan. Okay. Uh, you could try your local health stores. I use Sassafras up in White Bear Lake. But what okay. you want to get is, it's called Standard Process. Okay. Standard Process. This is a supplement. You want the renal for feline renal support. And what kind was it? It's called feline renal. Oh, okay, okay, yep. Uh, in standard process. And then I would get a whole body support. Body support, that's yep. what you said, okay. Yeah, but whole body. So you got phenol renal support and you got feline, yep. did I say there were feline renal support and feline whole body support, okay? Okay. So those are two supplements. They're, they're, they're tablets. And what I okay. just do is ju- I just break them in half and then I just mix it in with a little bit of their food and the, the cats usually just eat it, okay? okay? And so then that's what I wanted, but no dry food whatsoever. That's what's putting your cat into renal failure. Cats so he's are, not eating it that anymore. Oh, he's what? I have to bring him the food. Okay, so what you can... Like, to him. So he has, I have one packet that's like, a, it's the one of the packets that is like a B vitamin, E vitamin plus food that's like a liquid that he just lops up. Okay. And the other one is just, um, I think it's um, just uh, something I got from Chuck and Don's that is a pate form okay. that he'll eat. Okay. Yep. He wants to eat. Right. He just can't. He won't eat the other stuff. Right. So then sometimes with the pate, you want to put a little bit of warm water with it, warm and make like a, it. and maybe make you know make it a little bit of more gravyish because cats lick their food. They don't chew yeah. their food, and then just give it to them like a tablespoon at a time. Don't mix a dish up that you're going to waste food. Okay. Okay. And so what you know, in those tablets from the standard process, mm-hmm. you, do, you can do give them one. You know, if you want to crush it up in a pill crusher. And okay. then mix it with, uh, um, you know, the, with the the pate, with a little bit of warm okay. water, and see if he'll he'll lick that up. Okay. okay. If he will yep. even just take half of that tablet at a time, you know, just to see what he what is acceptable, you know, what he will tolerate. Okay. okay. But anyway, but most cats love things that are warm. And they like to lick their food. So, okay. and you want the pate. And so, like, Nutrisource has their turkey and liver. That's just really good. You could try the sardine cutlets. You could try, okay. if even you can try, um, uh, you know, uh, tuna. You know, oh, okay. the, the whole thing. And then gra- uh, try ground turkey, raw ground turkey, or round okay. hamburger, or gra- a raw hamburger. And just give him pinches. You know, don't worry okay. about filling a bowl that he's got to eat the bowl. Don't overfeed the cat either. Cats are really good at that. Okay, I could take a little bit often, but I can't take a lot at one time. 
Okay? Gotcha. And mm-hmm. so that's why just take your time. But by getting them on that feline renal support from the standard process, that will help immensely. Okay. And, and uh, um, uh, because that's why if he's in renal failure. And then, like I say, I would not do any dry food whatsoever. And then, like I say, anything that's moist. Remember, cats are desert animals. They get their moisture from what they eat. And okay. so the, the, the dry matter is what sent him in a tail, tailspin. Should I continue to give him the IV fluids? Oh, heavens. Yeah, you always want to test that out. And what you do is that, you know, did they show you about you take the nap in the neck? I, I did it today. Okay. I, I didn't wait a week because I couldn't wait any longer. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm doing it. I know how to do them. So I. Okay. I just did it in three days. I didn't wait the seven like they Okay, yeah, but, just, but always test them first. Now grab that nap at the back of the neck. Yep. Okay, and then if it goes down too slow, then he needs fluids, okay? Because fluids oh, okay. will keep this cat alive. You know, they really help them out a lot. You never want to not not do fluids if they're needed. He okay? sucked those fluids down. Okay. Say again? He, he took those fluids. He took those fluids okay. very quickly. It, Literally, it took me two minutes to get him 100 mics in. Nice. Or 100 milligrams in. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so, but so that's what you want to do. Because you're using a needle between the shoulder blades, right? Yes. Yes. I okay. just grab it, and then I put it in between. Well, and I'm proud of you. It, it took him two minutes today. Good, good. Well, I'm proud of you, because I always had a hard time doing it. I hate needles. And when i got to stick that oh. needle in, I just cringe, you know? So <laughs> Should I do that every... She said once a week, Okay. should I do it? I know you're not a vet. Yep. Should I do it, like, maybe every other day? No, or no, no. It, you do the test no you do the test grab the nap of the neck and then let go and if it goes back quickly got enough fluids okay if it goes down really slow he needs more slow fluids okay but you don't but don't you know put don't give him too much fluid he's either okay (laughs) so don't od him here either because that's no i don't want to no no i won't do that right and so but always go by the nap of the neck if he needs it if it goes down too slow then he needs a little bit but don't like i say don't overdo when you do give him fluids you know no you got to know how much to give him you know instead of giving him like you know like you say a thousand mil whatever you know you've got you've got to you know got to pay attention to that whereas you don't give him too much fluids okay okay yeah Yeah. i misunderstood what was said before Mm -hmm. yes that I, I got what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why I do, test him to see if he needs yep. it. And then, like we'll I said, go, it. yeah, go according. And then make sure you write this all down so you don't get lost at how often that you did it. Keep a little journal of what okay. time you fed him and what you fed him, what he ate, you know, what you tried. If you give fluids, keep a journal because, you know, all of a sudden you're going, oh my gosh, was that two days ago that I gave him fluids or three? You get really lost. You think you're going to remember right. and you don't. So write it down every day. Make a little journal for him so that you can stay on top of things. But Is now, there a sign I should look for when I just need to give up? Yeah. Well, the, He'll tell you, boy, cats are good at that. If all of a sudden they're, uh, he's hiding, he doesn't want to be part of the world, okay, uh, that's a huge thing. Okay, why don't okay. you hold on a sec so we can, hold on, I got to run, you know, we got bills to pay here. So, <laughs> right. so hold gotta on. Yeah, hold on, don't, and we'll talk a little bit more about this because other people are in hold the same on. boat that you are, okay? Thank you. Okay, what is the woozle effect named after? A tiny version of Bigfoot? A presidential pet? Uh, the Winnie the Pooh character. Okay, what is a woozle effect named after? We'll be back. Hello, 
Thank you very much for joining the KDK9 show. If you're missing any of the shows or here on My Talk 1071, you want to re- listen to the past or go to MyTalk1071.com. Go to the KDK9 show page and you can go to my KDK9 Facebook page, which I post a lot of fun stuff at. My KDK9 website, if you want to learn about my classes. I have classes for a shy and timid dog, which is door- sorely needed. No matter what age the dog is, it really helps you out. So check that out on my website. Got one coming up next week on the 15th, I think, or 14th, I can't remember. So anyway, so yeah, check that out because shy and timid dogs, boy, I'll tell you, people are having really hard times with it. So, okay, what is the woozle effect named after? A tiny version of Bigfoot, a presidential pet, a psychedelic drug. I forgot that one last time. I couldn't see it. Uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh character. What do you think? A woozle, W-O-O-Z-L-E. I'm going to say Winnie the Pooh. Ding, 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 ding. It was Winnie the Pooh. A woozle is an imaginary character in Winnie the Pooh that Pooh and Piglet are searching for. The woozle effect happens when publication reference urban legend as fact, despite a lack of evidence, and people then re the people then referenced the publication as proof that the legends are true of the woozle. Right. Okay. Let's go ahead to where the phones. Okay, are you there, kiddo? I'm here. All right. Okay, so now standard process. you got to get them on that, those two things, okay? Yep, I got that. Okay, and like I say, you can get it for a sassafras, I think, up in White Bear. I think they might mail. You can ask. Okay, okay or I you can run up there, too. Okay, so then um, otherwise that you have, you can call around and see where standard process is. Like a chiropractor's carry, carry it, and you can order it. But I know for a fact they have it on the shelf. Okay, because I just okay. got some the other day for, for one of my older cats. Okay. So anyway, okay, so we got that. We're going to change it, get it off all dry food. You're going to yep. get them on grain-free canned food. Yep. Um, if you, uh, like Chicken Don's carries it, Pet Evolution, Evolution Atlas I'll Pet Supply. Okay. And so anyway, so we're going to get that. Then, if, you know, we're going to make it a little bit warm with warm water. Yep. Small amount of time. Try some raw hamburger, raw ground turkey, or sardine cutlets. Uh, okay, so just try a little bit here and there to hopefully okay. bring the... Um, you know, the appetite back, you know, type yep. thing. So that will help out a lot, all right? And then as far as knowing when is when, cats, when they really, really are, uh, they're just like, well, they're worse than dogs. Cats will try to hide. They, they're okay. looking for their, a way out. They just, they don't want to be part, a part of you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll sit across the couch from you instead of sit on you. you they tear, they go like off character, okay? Or if you can see blood in the urine or the stool. See, basically the cat actions and then how they are at you know what i mean you'll be able to tell you've lived with this cat for what 16 years yeah so. you know this cat okay, okay. and so and the, the thing is as far as how if they're in pain or anything like that you know the cat as okay. far as whatever you know try to uh, give them something else to think about you know get a feather have him chase a feather for a little bit uh maybe you got a bird's feeder outside a window he can sit on a perch and watch the birds uh, you know what i mean give them other things to do other than to just exist all right okay, okay so do that and if you've got any other questions you can call me up at katie's canines okay just real quick katie can you just clarify real quick what sure. that uh you said when i give that um iv or the fluids yeah when it's when it falls right back down they don't need fluids correct what, what, right it's only if, it, if you when you grab by the neck behind the back of the neck you know yep. type thing okay when you grab by the neck when you let go if it goes down really slow they need fluids okay. if it snaps okay. back real quick they don't need any uh, okay. fluids 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you, Katie, okay. and uh, I'm glad you're at noon. Okay. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm getting used to it. It's only my second week. <laughs> I know, but you're doing great. So thank, thank you very much. Well, for keep your us. Help. Yeah. I appreciate you. He, my family you. appreciates you. Well, thank you. And then keep us posted on the on the on the pup or the kitten. Okay, or cat. I will. We're we're, we're giving our goal. Yeah. Okay? No, we're don't hang in there. You'd be really surprised at how sometimes they can snap back and you can't believe where they were and how far they came. So just don't okay. give up hope yet. Okay. All right. We're not yet. Okay. No, okay good. You. you bet. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, because the thing is, when you see your pet failing, it's just like in humans. You see somebody failing, oh, my God, I hope they're not, you know, they're, they're not in any pain. And, and, and uh, You know, sometimes pain is good. It keeps you from doing stupid things. <laughs> and then, but the bigger thing is, is that, you know, just uh, all our animals, our cats and dogs, pick up on our emotions. And if they feel we are upside down and sideways and feel bad, they absorb that. So they, that kind of imposes on how bad they're feeling. So please just settle down, zen out, and just try to do the best that you can. And just remember, you know, I love my vets. You know, they're great. But there's also natural ways that you can try things, you know, when the conventional way isn't going. And so, like I said, Standard Process has great supplements for cat. They have renal support. They have immune support. And they have whole body support. And right now, you know, Mike Gilligan, you know, he's in congestive heart failure. He's on Standard Press Process. Uh, um, let's see, what is he on? Four different things from Standard Process to help him with congestive heart failure. And that wasn't diagnosed, or that wasn't prescribed by my, you know, my heart doctor for the, for uh, Gilligan. But the thing is, is just that, you know, they, that's where Eastern and Western medicine has to work together. Okay. So yeah, don't ever give up hope, you know, and try to maintain calmness so that our pets don't pick up on our, you know, and of course we're worried, but you know, try to be uplifting. So that'll put, hopefully put wind in your, your pet sale, whether it's a dog or a cat or, a uh, horse or whatever type thing. You know, my good, my Jake now is 35. Every day is, a, that's my horse. You know, Grant, I haven't ridden him in three years. I've sat on him, <laughs> but, uh, he, you know, he's, you know, he's tumble footed. You just, yeah. So it, it is. And I know there are some do- horses that, man, my, they're running barrels at 30. And so it's just, you know, do the best that you can. That's all you can do. And the big thing is don't get them too fat. Cat, dog, horse, anything. All right. Okay, now you said somebody called in for with a couple questions, didn't want to go on the radio. What do you got over there, Josh? So uh, I did have the first caller, uh, Jules, wanted to know uh, any tips on uh, medium hair trimming during the summer. Okay. Tips on, now I'm not a groomer. <laughs> uh, for, for, for a cat, I should clarify. Oh, for a cat? Okay. Yeah. Um, the, be- the best thing to do is, uh, number one, always get a scissors if you're going to try it yourself that have round tips. So that you don't stab your pet, okay? Always do trims when that pet is tired. Now, this is one thing I learned about a month ago that is really interesting, and you can try it. You know how, um, and you've got a beard. Okay, they have all those tools that where you can, you know, uh, oh, yeah. you know, uh, what do I want? Trim. Pieces. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah pieces, right. Yep, yep and, so, and somebody brought that up to me that that's great for, like, working around the dog's eyes, you know, and taking out things. And so that's mm-hmm. an idea, too. And I'm sure you can YouTube it. Somebody can show you mm-hmm. how to, you know, work with the cat and what tools to use so that the cat doesn't get the mats and stuff like that. And if you do have a long-haired cat, which I have one, my cat with a K, he's a black cat, big, big gal, big, big guy. I mean, every time I pet him, I'm feeling for cockaburs and stuff like that. And so I take him out, you know, a little bit until they doesn't come a huge mat. And that's the whole thing. If you have a long and haired animal, whether it be dog, cat, you stay on top of that. And that's the problem. You know, groomers, folks, if you are out there looking for <laughs> looking for a uh, 
change a venue as far as what you want to do with your your life, become a dog groomer. Man, I'll tell you, it, they are suffering so bad. They have so many have left the field. And the reason is they've been in the field as long as I have, 40 years. They've been grooming dogs. And then between carpal tunnel and such like that, you know, it's it, it'll become a dog groomer. You know, and, it be, and oh, I just can't tell enough. Okay, where does the Yeti live? Does he live? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, let's see. Benali Mountain? The Himalaya Mountains, the Snowy Mountain, or Mount Olympus? Where does a Yeti live? We'll be back. New to me. It's so new to me. All right. Hot diggity, dog diggity. All right. I'm missing, you know, I want a corn dog so bad. Are you a Prano Pup person or a corn dog? 1,000% Prano Pup. <sighs> Love it. It's that I time thought of year. we could bond. It's that. T- it's no, that. it's pr- it's corn dog. No, it's Prano Pup. Corn dog, and the crispy. I'm a mini corn dog person. Well, then why can't you be a big corn dog person? I, now, mean, I just had mini corn both? dogs last night. They were very tasty. It's the best. Ah, oh, I love. Okay, here we are. Because I couldn't see right. <laughs> okay, here we are. Where does the Yeti live? I said Benali as Denali Mountains. The Himalayans, mountains, the snowy mountains, or Mount Olympus? I'm going with the Himalayans. Ding, 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 ding. The Yeti, or Abominable Snowman, is a folklore ape-like creature that is said to inhabit the Himalaya mountains. The name Yeti and Maytek are commonly used by the people indigenous to the region, and they are part of the history and mythology. There you go. That's biggest Bigfoot. Interesting. That's a, that's the biggest. Uh, up in Hugo, we have you know those big black silhouette mm-hmm. things that you can get of bears and stuff yeah. like that. It looks like they're walking in white black bears or walking. Yeah. Okay, there's uh, so many people up for you. I don't know why, but they got Bigfoot. <laughs> the big, like I mean, is big. Uh, you know, and then uh, the Blacksmith Lounge in Hugo, mm-hmm. they have a family. They have a dad, a mom, and a baby. <laughs> that is is just the funniest thing. I don't know why, but uh, and why does it make people smile? I just yeah, it's been Minnesota. That's what it is. Yeah, it must be. It's just funnier <laughs> than heck, I'll tell you. Okay, what was the question now? I I have a now as you so, will find I have blight brain fluffs once in a while. Yeah, no. So what um, was the first question there? So we had a uh, uh the first question was from Jules. She was wondering yeah. uh is it the, the medium hair trimming? Oh yeah, okay. The so one? the yeah. trimming, okay, we're gonna use stuff that you can trim your beard yep. with and stuff like that. Yep. Use non blunt scissors, but make sure they're sharp. Okay, and don't try to groom the dog or cat all in one time. If you just got one thing that you want to trim up, quickly do that and then move on. You know, if you have, have the cat or the dog, like do a marathon, it ain't never happening again. So just little, little bit, you know, groomings here and there. And it's when the pet's tired. Okay, next. All right, so we also had another anonymous caller wanted to know, uh, what steps should I take if I think a breeder is showing neglect with dogs? Call the local humane society. Um, you know, the big ones, the big humane side, but there again, you know, they don't have the manpower. And if you really suspect a problem, you know, you can call the local sheriff department and they can do a, you know, a, a, a checkup. You know how they check up on people. You know, they can stop by, take a look, see if any further steps need to be done. And so that that's it's, that's a tough one, but it can be done. But you just got to be diligent is what you got to be. And then, uh, to you know, po- focus for the sake of uh, the animals that are being housed there. So, like I said, sometimes it's tough. There's been times I've called in to the local humane societies of dogs being chained out with no shelter, no nothing, da-da-da-da, and they'll check on it, and then they'll leave a note that if this you give 30 days to 
to to uh, correct the problem and then there'll be further steps taken. But unfortunately, a lot of them don't have the manpower to follow up on that. So you've got to do your due diligence should you decide to start moving forward and help those animals. Okay. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that, w- that, that was, was it. it? Yep. Okay, yep. okay. Sounds good. Hey, we might have, you got a, if you got a question, I got time for one more if you want to call, 651-641-1071. Um, yesterday was a Hugo Good Neighbor Days parade. I started it back in 95. And anyway, so we had, uh, you know, the parade was, oh, it looked like it was going to rain in the morning. And then it just seemed like to go up to Forest Lake and White Bear, and we didn't get nailed. And actually, when the sun came out, got a little bit, I didn't wear shorts. First time ever on a Good Neighbor Days that I did not wear. Oh, no, I, there was one time I did wear pants because it was really cold that morning but anyway so one thing that happened this year that didn't happen in past years all these years people brought dogs through the parade they were like service dogs and such like that and they're walking on the hot tar all right and okay uh, the parade is 1.2 miles long and anyway, they had only done the point three. <laughs> they still had a mile left of the parade. And by the time the dogs got to me, the dog's tongue <coughs> were putting her, you know, um, to the ground. They're looking around. They're looking for water. You could tell that they are distraught. I ran up to everyone that had the dog. There was two, four, six dogs. I had to run up to the people that were handling them. I said, please walk this dog on the grass and not the uh, pavement because they sweat through the pads of their feet. Your dog's tongue is used to getting really, really low. Is that means is that, you know, really he's, he's, and you have another mile left to go. So folks, heads up. Number one, I'm not going to allow dogs in the parade ever again unless they're riding in a vehicle or on a hay wagon, but they cannot walk the parade. Another thing I told these people, you're going to burn the pads of your dog's feet. And now what happens with you either put them into heat stroke or you're going to burn the pads of the feet. And so when you burn their pads, I can't even tell you, folks, that is the worst thing you can put any dog through. Just think of you burning the bottom of your feet. And that's why all these people that want to walk these dogs through the parades, okay, folks, you take your shoes off and you walk it barefoot, too. And if you can deal with however long your your parade route is, then me, I wish you luck. But the thing is, is that it's not going to happen. Your feet are going to start burning and you're putting your dog through something so terrible that it's not even, I don't even want to get into it. So that's why no parades walking your dog. And that Believe me, next year's parade, that's going to be a big, bold letters. Dogs are more than welcome, but they cannot walk the parade route. They have to be on something or in something so their feet don't touch the ground. Because, boy, I'll tell you, there was a couple of them that, oh, I just felt, oh, they're, they're I, I couldn't believe it. it's the beginning of the parade and they're, they're panting so hard. So anyway, especially the people with service dogs. These people with service dogs should have known a heck of a lot better than that. And that drove me nuts. Well, we got water. Well, I'm happy for you. But the thing is, that's not going to take care of the dog's paws being burnt. And, uh, and like I said, all those dogs were panting. And it was only the point three. They still had a mile left to go. And it just, oh. But anyway, that's it. Okay, I'm off my sock. So, so what happens if someone says, oh, I have uh, little booties on the dog's paws. Does that help at all or no? Oh, the booties, yes, it does help definitely, definitely because they're not. But it depends on what kind of booties. Just like the tennis shoes you wear, are you going to go walk in your socks? That's going to be different <laughs> than walking in tennis shoes, okay? So it would be depend what boot that you had a sub- enough boot that that heat can't come up and burn the bottom of the pads. Okay, but that's a good question. Very good. Look at you. First day that you're doing the whole show. Oh, and yeah. Good question. Good Gotta question. Gotta come on swinging, you know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> impressed. I'm impressed. So anyway, okay. Now, um, let's see. Uh, now, also, too, now, with you know, the heat's coming on this week again. 
And don't overplay fetching with your dogs. You know me, I hate fetching. I will lob things to the dogs to get, like one stop, two stop, three stop. But I don't overplay the fetching game. Now remember, okay, uh, usually the best thing you can do so you don't create a compulsive disorder in your dog is you throw it once and stop, twice and stop, three times and stop. Change up what you ch- have them chase. Sometimes you have them chase a ball. Sometimes you have them chase a, what's called a Buddha rope. It's like a, 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 a big fat cotton rope with knots in it. You know, have them chase that. You know, go pick that up. But don't whip it, okay? You, you know, just uh, uh, because uh, how many times did I tell you? Your dog has go down 100 miles an hour like the shot out of a cannon, slam on the brakes, pick up what you threw, spin, and now power back to you to bring it back to you, right? And so that's really hard in their frame. And the older the dog gets, the worse. Just because they do it doesn't mean they should. You have to, you got your peaceable thumbs. Is it a piece of thumbs or opposable thumbs? Is it a peaceable or opposable? Opposable. Okay, you got the opposable thumbs. So your brain should be smarter than that. Don't put your dog just because they will. They're doing it for you. They see you happy. And you're thinking, well, I see them happy. No, you've got to find other things for your dogs to do instead of chasing after that ball. Remember brain teasers for dogs <clears throat> by Soderman or um, brain games for dogs by Aerosmith. You know, you start using their brain instead of their muscles, all right? And then especially when it's hot, don't be doing that. All right. Now, always remember to cool your dog down. You can stand them in water. It's the quickest way to cool them down. Either run icy cubes on their paws or pour uh, pour some water on the ground and have them feet stand in it or find a creek to stand in or a pool to stand in. That is the best way. Never take a cold hose and start at the shoulder and then go down to the kidneys over the back. Sometimes they can chill the kidneys and you can get your dog sick. Start cooling them down by starting at the feet. Go up the legs, across the side of the dog, and then go over the dog. Give the body a chance to adjust. It's just like no matter how hot a day it is, if you jump off the dock, it's an instant, whoa. <laughs> but if you walk in, your body adjusts, and it's easier on your body to, to deal with it, okay? So please watch that fed. Have your dog do other things instead of wrecking their joints and their hips and their ACLs. And that's the thing is I was talking to a client um, last week. Oh, should we run the break? No, we've got a couple minutes. Okay. I'm still having a hard time looking at the clock, and I got four to six in my mind. <laughs> it just doesn't, doesn't look right to me. But anyway, uh, uh, I was talking to, uh, and they have, a, I, I was talk, they had a new dog, and um, we were talking about something, and then I was saying, don't create a compulsive disorder by, uh, you go throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing the dog, you know, the ball to the dog or the stick or whatever. And they just look at each other and start laughing. And I says, did I hit a nerve? She says, well, right now we just had to take one of our other dogs, you know, into the vet because he was limping and he was having a hard time moving and blah, blah, blah. And he's uh, obsessive about a tennis ball. And so I said, well, throw that tennis ball away and don't use it for six months to a year or whatever type thing. And then um, that's the best thing that could be done. Because like I say, take care of your dogs. Because if they would keep pitching the dog, the ball or the stick for this dog, it's a question of when that ACL is going to blow. And then what's going to happen, and that's five, $6,000. And they'll tell you, within a year, you're doing the other one. So that's twelve to $15,000 for that year that you're going to be. And why put the dog through that when you could have not have done it to begin with by finding other things to do instead of just pitching that ball and pitching that ball. 
Uh, another thing, too, is that let's say you're out for a walk and so you meet a neighbor and the dog is like, I know you, I know you, and starts jumping at him and you're, you know, yanking on the dog. Anytime the dog starts jumping, whether at you or somebody else, step on the leash, you know, maybe about 15 inches from the hook on both feet. If the bigger the dog, use both feet. And where you step on the leash is when the dog is standing, his head is dipped a little bit. And don't pin him to the ground. That's not what we want. We don't want to be pinned to the ground. All we want to do is just keep, if he jumps out at somebody that you're trying to talk to, he corrects himself. Or if he tries to jump up on you, he corrects himself. So step on the leash when you want. And then eventually the dog learns that when, uh, if he, he's patient and be, is calm, he gets what he wants, which is your attention. And anytime it looks like he's going to, remember, they can't just jump. The shoulder has to dip before they fly. So you see that shoulder shift? Give them a growl. Ah, 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 ah. Don't even think it. Ah, don't think it. And then ask for a sit. And then now give them a little scooch in the side of the face or in the chest to keep them calm. Okay, now we're going to go to break. Here's a, when is it bad luck to be followed by a black cat? When is it bad luck to be followed by a black cat? We'll be back. Appreciate you turning your knob to 107, mytalk1071.com. And appreciate you tuning in at noon to hear the KDK9 show. So from here on out, folks, I'm here. Hopefully they're not moving me again. I'm here to stay, noon to noon to 2. And I, as a Lori and Julia, is, this is our 20th year. And so, but I started the first Saturday in August, and they started, I think it was the first week in June is what it started as, I want to say, so like the 14th or something like that. But anyway, so uh, tip their hat. I congratulate the gals. They've done one fine job. 20 years, who would have thought? Uh, 20 years ago, I'd still be here. So that's pretty cool. Okay. When is it bad luck to be followed by a black cat? Mm, down a dark it, alley? about it. No. When you're a mouse. <laughs> that was too easy. Ding, ding, ding. When you're a mouse. So too anyway. Easy. Yeah. Okay. We got, see, we got a call. We can maybe squeeze it in before they yeah, end here. Uh, real quick. We have Jane with a question regarding softening uh, cat food, hard, going from hard to soft for the cat food and just kind of that transition uh, okay. real quick. Okay. Hi, Jane. How you doing? Hi. Really well. Thank you. Good. Good. Now, is this a cat food, dog food, what? Well, I have two cats okay. and I've got the the kind of theaters where they have to work the food out, but I have problems with one of them. He just still can eat really quickly, and then he throws up. Yep. And doing a combination of dry food and wet food, and I'm feeding them the pate through friskies. Okay, let's not do that. Don't, go to Nutrisource, go to Dave's, go to Tiki Cat. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, that because there's a lot of sugar, and there's a lot better product that you can have that's a higher quality that would be better for the cat. Okay. Okay. And so then, um, now to be honest with you, any cats that's throwing up should not get any dry matter whatsoever. Or if you have to, then you're going to take like a tablespoon of the dry matter, soak it in hot water until it's rehydrated, and then see if they'll eat it from that. But don't let the cat drink or dry, eat any more dry matter. He's the system is already telling you he can't deal with it, and that's why he's throwing up. Okay. Okay. So should I just? eliminate the dry food for both of them i would i would just go totally grain-free canned or like some raw hamburger raw chicken the more stuff remember cats come from the desert they get the moisture from what they eat they can't drink enough to compensate for the dry matter and that's why when cats are throwing up you know like at least a couple times a week that just screams their system is you know their renal failure is coming and their pancreas is having a hard time 
And so that's why by getting them off the dry matter, you know, and get them into good grain-free canned foods. And then, like I say, raw hamburger, raw chicken. Um, uh, you, they do have some freeze-dried, truth be told, I uh, some of the freeze-dried uh, food that I have for the dogs, that I I rehydrate it with some water and then give that yeah. to the cats too. You know, I do a little here and a little there and all over the place, and so it's just healthier for them. That's all there is to it. So that's why if you can rotate them, most cats will rotate out of the drive, but some are so uh, carb addicted, kind of like humans and potato chips, <laughs> that they. So like with my Bubba, Bubba was thirty eight pounds when I got him, and so I had to obviously get him off a of dry. And anyway, I had I took like and laid out twenty nuggets, so he had to walk to get his dinner. <laughs> and then at the end okay. of it was a little bit of uh, dry mixed with some wet, you know, some uh, canned food with a little bit of warm water with it. And then pretty soon it was because he just would not. Some cats you could take away the dry and immediately give them the the canned or the you know the raw beef or the raw chicken, and they're fine with it. Okay, but some of them are like I ain't eating this. They don't like that change, especially in texture, and so you have to rotate them in. It took me, I think it was almost three weeks or four weeks with Bubba to get him totally off of the dry and into the raw and into the grain-free canned foods and stuff like that. Okay, so if I have two kitties yep. and if I, I go with the canned food, how much should I be feeding them? Because my one cat, Niles, he seems to, he's gone through a dental extractions twice this year. Oh, my. But I, th- I think you're right that he is carb-addicted. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. he's put, put on a lot of weight, but oh, how yeah. much should, and he's about... 12 pounds. Okay. The average the average house cat, it's a you know the the 5 ounce can. Okay, the yep. average is a half a can to 3 quarters of a can per feeding for the dog, for the cat. Okay. Okay. So, like some cat, well, some cats, it's a half in the morning, half at night. Some half, some cats, it's three quarters in the morning, three quarters at night. You know, on if you listen to read the, what it says on the can, my God, okay. you're feeding them four cans at one sitting. <laughs> so, what you got to do is you got to know your cat and watch and go by because cats can't lose weight fast like a dog can because otherwise they can get fatty liver disease. Okay. okay. So, what you want to do is just kind of play it by ear and then just slowly get you know what I mean. Whereas you find out what it takes and you're gonna find out when these guys get to they doing some raw and some grain-free canned food that they don't they hardly eat anything just for the fact okay. that now they feel fuller they're and so, fuller right and they're not always whining for food because that's what carbs do it does remember a cat has a total no carb need birds and mice that's it all right okay. and so that's why how some of these cats can even survive on some of these cat foods is totally blows my mind but most of them like i say by the time they're about you know um 12 10 to 12 years old they're starting to deal with renal failure and things like that right yeah and see the well, oldest cat that i ever had was uh, mittens and she was 25 and then her mom lived to be 22 obviously mom went before my mittens did but anyway and then um uh, yeah, and so the thing is, is that they they would just survive off. They were out, into outdoor cats, but indoor they only nope. got. If I did feed them, it was just a little bit of uh, canned. But otherwise, they were eating the birds and mice and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, that's what they're for. So, okay, but can a cat be predisposed? To periodontal disease, or do you think that? Oh yeah, is- no, definitely. Okay. For the fact that same with dogs, same with humans. What your mom d- ate and did when you were pre- when she was pregnant with you, same with the, you know the dogs and cats. If they don't get the right nourishment at the right time, then the calcium that creates the bone structure and the teeth and such like that. So that's why right. some people can have strong teeth and some people have weak teeth. No matter their diet, it was almost like 
pre-done before they even got here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because my one just needs, I mean, and we know when he starts secluding himself that he has a mouth issue going on. Okay. But like I said, just get used to this kind of flip it up the lip, you know, just a little bit. Pretty soon they get used to it more, and then you can really start seeing what's going on. But by feeding a better diet and get off those carbs, that's not going to create as much plaque on the teeth when you feed them right. good stuff. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm. That's good to know. Thank okay. you. Okay. You bet. Thanks. Have a good. I'll give it a shot. You okay. You have too. a good day. Happy anniversary. Well, thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Tently is there, and mine's not until August. But anyway, so well, Josh, you survived. I Look did. at that! You, you, I did. We didn't they have to call the men in the white jackets to take you out of here, and <laughs> and, and and Hope didn't have to race in like, oh, I'll got that, I got that. You did good there, Hope. I learned a lot about uh, dieting tips. Yeah, <laughs> for the animals, I know. Correct. Right? Yeah, there we go. Correct. But anyway, isn't that kind of a fitting show that their first show is all about cats and, and fat? <laughs> yep, there we go. But anyway, so yeah, I want to thank you all for tuning in your knob to noon on Sundays now to hear me. So please pass the word. I got busy with uh, Good Neighbor Days this week and, and some other stuff, and I forgot to repost it on my Facebook page. So I'll repost it for next week so people can get a new beat like me. I still have a hard time when I wake up in the morning. I got to get chores done. I got this and I got to do that, feed myself. And then I got to get in the car and try to get here. And then, you know, I'm used to having the studio to by myself. If I want to come in an hour early, you know, and I just remember now there's a show before me. So I can't just come in and hang out, talk to the producer if they're here or whatever type thing. So, so it'll be a new beat, but we're going to all survive. So that was pretty cool. I'm glad uh, people are finding me and I greatly appreciate it. Remember, you can go to mytalk1071.com and you can listen to past shows or this show in case you heard something and you wasn't quite sure what you heard, okay? So, Josh, I thank you so much for you. Uh, doing your thing and Hope, are you coming back next week? Oh, she's coming back next week. Good, well, I don't have to say goodbye to her, so I'll see you. say goodbye to her next week. She's training her men right. Did she bring out her whip yet? Uh, not, <laughs> luckily not yet. Oh, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that, but anything about that. I thank you so much, guys, for listening and greatly appreciate it. And you can always call me up at Katie's Canines or you can email me. Email me through my website. Sometimes going through the station, it goes into junk mail. So you guys have a great week. If you don't blame them, don't. If you don't train them, don't blame them. We'll see you next week. Noon.